This episode of The A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic the Gathering card singles. Every single one is like every, and it's every fucking logo. It's like, hey guys, what do you think of a beaver on a fucking moose while shitting uh, a maple leaf, like, tornado? What do you think of that? Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to your ears by ManorDeprived.com, home of Canadian magic. In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mice they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal palm-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, Maybe you can listen to the A Team. KYT. He looks at me. Are you a pro? Not really. I just have a website. Then he goes, "Is it a pro website?" <laughs> Jay Boosh. They're like, "Holy fuck! We're both over here, man. We both can't be over here, man." Scotty. My guy stared him right in the face. I'm like, I'm only here for the buys. He's like, so you only want the buys. I'm like, once again, I am only here for the buys. <laughs> and Jeremy. As the 18th fourth member, I promise the listeners that I will get that man to talk more. <laughs> that is my commitment to you. And now, the 18th. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the 18th podcast. Hello. Episode 158. It is. Uh, Mr. Scotty Mack is here, of course. I'm joined by the one, the only, Jay Boosh. Hello, Larry. I'm also joined by Jeremy Schofield. Jeremy? Yes, 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 Easily yes, replaceable. Yes, 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 yes. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. E- 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 you know, it's like this. Was, was I just getting like was was I just like the, the little blade of grass that just grew a little too tall, and you gotta <laughs> chop me down and put me in line? Right. How else are you gonna grow? <laughs> oh God! So it's anyway, like on, it's like they say on Survivor: you have an alliance, but you gotta know when you're at the bottom of that alliance. Yeah. That and if you don't want if you don't want to be at the bottom of the alliance, you gotta make a move. It, it, just because I'm the only guy on the cast that hasn't been interviewed by Aaron uh, doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Except, yeah. The worst part is, is now she still feels like she's collected all four of us, even though you weren't there. <laughs> so, when it comes from Jay, you know, like, oh, I got my guard up, but Scotty, I can't take the, un, you know, unblocked blows. <laughs> <laughs> now, Scotty's the one that you, 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 you figure you can turn your back on. Yeah, exactly. You, you figure you're safe. You figure he's watching you, but... But you walk away the... and you just pee blood. Yeah. He's watching and waiting just for a moment. Not that mean. <laughs> Often. So, anyways, we are uh, we are here. We are going to talk some magic. Um, yes. We have actually been playing some. I ha- I know I've been playing some. Yeah, I feel I play magics. I feel really good about the magic I've been playing lately. Actually, so we can talk about that. Jay, uh, where are you at? How was your week? Uh, you know, it was about the same as always. So we can talk about some stuff. We can, I can bounce off you guys, but uh, it wasn't the super greatest in terms of playing Magic, you know. It's shitty. I'm sorry to hear that. Did yeah. you watch Magic or do you watch Magic? I don't. No. No. Okay. 
He does not. That's correct. I do not. Well, I played Modern again this week on my stream. And yes! it was, let me tell you, it felt like, you know, when you like go away on vacation and you leave your significant other for like an extended period of time, you know, imagine you were going for like months, years, a decade, whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, you come back and, you know, you finally sleep with them again and you hadn't slept with anybody else for that entire time. You know, that feeling where you're just like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever and I could die right now and I'd be a happy right. man. That's what playing Modern felt like this week after playing really? for so long. There you yeah, go. it was terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I was playing basically Jacob Van Loon's list. Um, his deck from Channel Fireball, he posted on Monday, his uh, Tribal Flames list. Okay. I don't know what it is with JVL, but every time he posts a fucking deck, I want to play it. It's terrible. But yeah, it was it was amazing. So it's just like literally golden oldies of standard gone by. Geist of St. Traffs and... Deathrite Shamans and Noble Hierarchs and Tarmogoyfs, Tribal Flames, Bolts, Helixes, fuck you name it, it's it's on. Lingering Souls even, for God's sakes. Anyways, nice. deck was a pile of fun to play. Um, and we did fairly well. Like we lost at the finals of a of a of an eight man on the on the this show, so that was cool. Um, we did fairly well. And the sideboard just needs a little bit of work, but aside from that, I feel really good about the deck. Uh, the, all of the decks that are still in the format, I mean, this is the benefit of obviously having a, an eternal non-rotating format, is that all the decks that you knew how to play against are all still decks, you know? Yep. So, it's pretty cool. I uh, I really, really enjoyed it. I had a really great time, and, and I can't wait to play more of it. I, I've decided I'm certainly going to tweak and play this deck um, come modern, pro modern PTQs. So is is this what the playing the modern is in preparation for? Are you prepping for a tournament? Because like I know that's one thing that you usually do is that as soon as you kind of have a tournament coming up, you 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 know start turning the stream towards it and start building towards that yeah. event. So I mean, like I'm not sure we may get there. Um, it really just depends on kind of what all comes down. I'm thinking that I mean, modern has always treated me very well as far as the format goes. Yeah. So it it's. You know, I've, I've obviously the nice thing is is you put the work into the format and the format doesn't change too much. You know, every set comes along and a couple decks get better and this that. But you know, I'm I'm fairly excited. And as we get closer to modern uh, PTQ season, then I'll definitely be showcasing a higher volume of modern decks. Um, the one thing that people did ask for was they wanted me on stream. I, I they want to see Alexander Hain on stream with us playing Maliripod because I know that's his like go to modern deck. Typically, okay. so I'm pretty excited. I, I'll, I'll talk to him about it, and we'll see if we can get that arranged in the near future. Because uh, sounds like that's what the people want to see. That's pretty awesome. Like uh, the thing about the modern, like I just, I'd love to play it, and it's one of those things where I just, I love modern so much that if I did play it, I wouldn't play standard, and I wouldn't prep for GP Vancouver at all. Yeah. So you know, I, I treat it like applesauce. Um, applesauce is something that my wife's not allowed to buy because it's a gift like it's something i earn when i get really old and decrepit and can't eat out of the food so i haven't eaten applesauce since i was a small child because i've been saving it for when i'm old and decrepit and uh <laughs> you know like that's how i want to do with modern is i want to have something that's just going to be like so delightful and so delicious once like you know modern season comes up but until yeah. then like i just i've gotta i've gotta stave it off you know well, I'm sorry to hear that. It's it's been super super awesome for me, and I'm very very excited to be back because I feel like I actually know what I'm doing instead of you know basically 
playing standard right now for me very much feels like sitting on your hand until it's asleep and then trying to masturbate. It's terrible. Okay. Like it's just it's humiliating and it's it's you know demoralizing and just not as much fun as it should be. And I don't know whether that's indicative of just the standard format in general or whether I'm just or the sleeper tired. in general or what or the sleeper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm not sure exactly which it is that that's worse. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun right now, and so I'm pretty excited. The deck is great. A couple, there's a bunch of cards I want to try tweaking with it and stuff. So, um. I'm going to kind of put that into the lab and play some matches sort of off the side. And I'm going to do some videos, actually, I think, with the deck this weekend before I have to return it, like for Moto. So I'll add those into my article this week as well so you guys can get some more uh, some more sites. I might add, like, Boros Charm is a card that came up a lot that people said, hey, you know what, you should really be playing this card, um, especially in the sideboard, because it really pr- helps us against the sweepers and, like, four damage to the head is good. And, like, managing damage in chunks of four is especially important when you're talking yeah. about attacking with the 4-4 Flying Angel from my guys to St. Trap. So, yeah. yeah. So it's super awesome. I miss Modern. And it's I'm, such a good format. I'm back, and I like it, and it makes me happy. I feel like a complete man again. Yeah, I've been collecting all the cards to play Restore Balance. So <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited to bust that out for a local tournament when you, I get to it. You literally are the biggest griefer I've ever spoken to <laughs> like, in Magic history. Like, ever. We're talking before the show about about the EDH contest, and I'm going through like my preliminary like 160 card deck. How do I whittle this down? And we're talking about cards, and he's just and Jeremy's just like, yeah, well, you know, I, I've got you know, typically on turn four, I'm looking to play an Armageddon effect. You know, one of yeah. the eight that are in my deck, and I'm like, fuck, really? Yeah, you you were talking about Solemn Simulacrum, and it's just like I just don't have a spot for that card. Like, I just I want to be. I want to be Armageddon after I just cast an Elrod to make sure that you can't play the game. Like, that that's what we're here to do, is oh. not play Magic. I it's want to so punish it. you for sitting down. Uh, speaking like, of being wouldn't punished, it be awesome but... to make an EDH deck where you, like, just played, like, Mono Floods and stuff like that? Like, all you did was oh, play, yeah, like, the super, the super oppressive, like, hate cards from, like, the early days of the game? Like, uh, the ones that... Like, like Gloom? Like, and life tap and shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, just play mono hate. I was getting lists that... So some commander groups play with the wish board. They play, like, the oh, yeah, yeah, sideboard yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they play all the wishes they can, and they just play all of those hosers in the oh, sideboard. Oh, okay. <laughs> so good, brutal. Like, yeah, mono black at your table? Sweet. Wish for drought? Go? Fuck. <laughs> Go, <laughs> <laughs> you do that. Oh. Anyways. Alliances was a great set. They came out with some crazy, crazy fucking haters. Yeah, it's just amazing how, like, just gross. It was like even playing, like, uh, Tempest block drafts on Moto, where it's just like you run into, like, this, like, uh, what is the the red one where it's like you can discard a card or something like that to prevent all damage from a source? (laughs) Like a red source or something stupid. And it's just like, it's so stupid, but it's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of sitting down and getting punished, uh, welcome to the show, KYT. What? You wanger. What? So, you guys don't realize this, but we've actually already been on the show for, like, the last hour and a half. Um, So, some of that you'll hear, some of that you won't. Some of it's hilarious. Um, But the show's only actually been going for, like, ten minutes now. Yeah, so. Are you serious? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, we've been waiting for somebody. Yeah, somebody said he was going to be here an hour ago. And we were just like, well, KYT's Whoa. never late, so he's probably going to be... He wouldn't let us cool. down. 
He wouldn't let us down. No. You let it us down. There was a lot of red wine at this. Uh, Are you drunk? Dinner. I'm pretty. I'm tipsy. Nice. <laughs> it well, waiting, was waiting for a drunk KYT is worth it. Then. Yeah, absolutely. It's a very awkward timing for uh, for the dinner because we have some important product we have to uh, we have to freeze the code for tomorrow. So it's like really weird. We're just like. All getting drunk and we're like, tomorrow we're fucked. At <laughs> <laughs> least oh, you can admit God. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was. Uh, it's been a while. I haven't. You know, Scott knows that I can drink, so it was kind of weird to have the red wine really get me tonight. Um, actually, feeling uh, after getting one rum and coke and a few red wines, I was, I was, I was feeling the effects. So. It's That's funny, not usually you just, me. You drink the first glass of red wine, and like you have to get through that one, and then after that one, like the next four are a blur. Yeah, like the waiters just like because I'm I'm a very thirsty man, so <laughs> the waiter. I don't even know how many glasses I had. The waiter just comes like, and next thing you know, the glass is full again. And I'm just like, okay, that's another one down. <laughs> So it's been it's been it's been a great night just uh, to relax because our company has been doing pretty bad over the since I've ever been there. We've been bought out multiple times and it just seems like things are going down and down. We've been reducing uh, the amount of extra stuff that we get in terms of whether it be recreational stuff or even bonuses. We completely eliminated that because the company couldn't make money and was losing money. but. It seems like we're making a turnaround, and and it's like we didn't have a party last year that I remember. So, you know, might it might it might be good if we if we kind of have a good product tomorrow finalized, then uh, I'll be pretty happy, I guess. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, things things are moving along. Like I said, like different managers, so different management, and uh, pretty happy when I feel like people up top have an idea of what I'm doing and contributing, that that's always important. <laughs> nice. So overall, things are going well then at work, aside from the yeah. fact that you're busy as shit? Yeah, despite the fact that I'm busy as shit and been playing less Magic than ever, that's... Uh, uh, again? Yeah. You were playing... I saw you playing Standard on Moto this week. Yeah, yeah, I, I decided to... I was t- telling Kyle that... uh Whereas before I'd just play and have enough to podcast last night, I decided to play as homework for the podcast. Like, nice. I have There's a the man. Because of uh, the lack of time I have for, for the game. But uh, I decided to do that because I do have, I have been, uh, I don't know what we've talked about so far, if the, if the podcast has actually been going for 10 minutes and we've just been talking about modern. But uh, I finalized, we're close to finalizing plans to go to GP Vancouver, so I will be there, Jeremy, so I think you are uh, going to Vancouver? for sure, I will be there. Yeah, 100%, I am going to be there, I don't know about my uh, the people that uh, I'm making plans with, they've, like, we have to do some crazy thing to lower the prices, we have to, like, drive down to Burlington in the U.S., fly from there, like, John Stern's flying to Sacramento, yeah. and then flying up or something and then there were discussions early with my friends maybe we'd fly to seattle rent a car and drive up to vancouver or something. What, what? that's that's actually yeah. really nice drive 
Uh, when I go to Seattle, sometimes we will fly to Vancouver, rent a car from Vancouver, and drive it down to Seattle and leave it there. Like how many hours is that? An hour and a half. Well, that's not bad at all. Yeah, no, it's it's actually really nice, and you get to go buy like a super badass outlet store along the way. So if you have any like clothes shopping you need to get done, like you can do that too. Yeah. Like it is actually not a terrible idea. It's a very good idea. Yeah, so it's the only way. It's funny for us, like it's infinite dollars if I go much trail to Vancouver. So yeah, yeah absolutely. You're flying with Canada. So you have like, to drive down, <laughs> fly, and then either drive up or just fly up again. So it's pretty complicated. Yeah, I can like fly to Portugal for the same price it costs to fly to Toronto. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's pretty much locked in, Jeremy, so I'm hoping to see you there. Yeah, you'll see me, the wife, and the little girl. Okay. Considering that you called yourself the best player in British Columbia when you no, play No, there, no, right? no, no. I say oh? I play the best there. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's, that's the only place <laughs> I'm a good player. So, so we'll be seeing that. I, I certainly hope so. Hey, I, I day two the last standard GP I went to playing like a significantly pile of shit. So You almost won. <laughs> I, I didn't almost win. No, I did not almost win. I, I'm talking about standard. Okay, okay. The last Vancouver was uh, limited. Avacyn Restored limited, man. Wolfier Silverheart limited. Boo. No. <laughs> it was a beautiful thing. Uh, I, I'm just playing two-man queues still. Uh, I don't think that's the obviously the best testing, because I don't know. I, I still want to get uh, Jeremy like get get to the point where I have a bunch of uh, I'd love to play Scott if I can fit um Monday night or uh whenever to to be able to play against him because I don't know who the heck I'm playing. I'm playing against a bunch of mid mid-range deck where mono black devotion is is a favorite against. I just uh feel like I I can't lose against those decks just like trade just spend a bunch of creature removal spells and then go over the top with with the card advantage or or just Desecration Demon is just way better than any creature that they're going to cast, so it's been good, like, the the challenge the the thing, the only thing I've been struggling with like I, I talked about on Twitter, and I've sp- spoken about that on a previous episode, where it's like, I don't know where whether I'm supposed to curve out into Pack Rat, Spectre or Demon, versus uh, Pack Rat and just making more Pack Rats um, in terms of the different matchups, I know in some matches it's obvious but in, in some mid-range situation, it just it just seems less obvious. And from the from the answers I've been getting from Twitter, there, there have been differing opinions as to which one is the better approach in a certain matchup. Well, I, I don't think that you can necessarily have like a direct primer. Like if you see this deck, you do this line. Like I, I don't think that that exists. But I think it's just kind of like understanding where your opponent's at, what reads you're getting off of your opponent, like. If you're playing against a control opponent and for whatever reason you feel like they're just not going to be able to, you know, bust a supreme verdict on you for whatever reason, like, you know, go in on the rats, you know, but it's it's like like all kinds of like weird spots where it's like, do I think I could do it? Like, am I playing against the mono black guy where he's not casting any creatures because he's just got infinite removal? Are my rats actually doing anything? You know, like you got kind of like these like weird spots where you can sit yourself in. But like if you're playing against mono blue, like you can just pretty much make rats all day. Like you know, like, you, you get, like, different spots where you can kind of do these different things. But I've been playing a lot of mono black also, like, when I spent the day at the airport, 
we played mono black versus mono blue for like almost the entire trip, like to stay there. Okay, so who, who's actually the favorite? Uh, we were finding the mono black deck was winning more. Okay, uh, so that was that was what we were finding, but it was very close. Like it is a very very tight matchup. Uh, mono blue just has the ability to just go over the top, and it's like. You know how you see like a lot of the the white weenie based strategies are really strong against mono black because they can put more threats on the board than the mono black deck is able to deal with, while the mono black deck has the better mid game and end game. Uh, you know they might not just get there, and mono blue has the ability to just bomb it out into like this ridiculous curve and win the game that way. Um, but like we were seeing that like. You just like Mutavolt is such a powerful card because you know it's harder to deal with with removal and you don't want to necessarily be going after it because other things do more damage. But like it, it's just it's one of those very very tight matchups and I think that's where you're going to see skill of player really you know step up above the actual decks themselves. Sorry, sorry. So you said Mono Black probably wins the end game. Uh, well, yeah, I, I see. Yeah, if the game goes long, like if Mono Blue doesn't have like the ridiculous draw where it's like you know the turn one, uh, geez, even like uh, Judges Familiar is probably a really good turn one for them. Then turn two, having like the uh, Frostburn Weird, turn three, busting out a Thassa, turn four, Master Waves, like where they're just like constantly dropping threats on the board and just like really making a difficult board for you to deal with. Uh, right. Then you're in trouble. Whereas, like, Mono Black uh, can edge out those matches, like, with Thoughtseize, because, like, Mono Blue is a janky deck with some really ultra-powerful cards in it that work really well with that janky deck. So, right, you know, right, if you're right. hitting, like, their Night Vale Spectres, if you're hitting their Master of Waves, if you're hitting their Thassas, uh, you know, if you're hitting their uh, Bidens, if they've got a bunch of little dorks and stuff like that with your Thoughtseize, you're doing so much damage to these guys, because it's like they're playing a draft deck versus your standard deck at that point. So. Like, that's where you see it, but the blue deck can also just be too damn fast. Okay. Yeah. So, like, that's the thing. is It's a pretty even matchup. It really comes down to draws and skill of players. Like, I remember watching a coverage match of, like, Sam Black playing against a guy, and it was the mono blue versus the mono black. And the game turned on, and mono black was just, like, crushing right off the get-go, and Sam Black looked like there was nothing that he could do. And then he won the game because he's just, like, insane and it was just like this like really like i don't know how he won that game but it was really exciting to watch because it was just like all of these like he just made like this little line where it's like you know if my opponent just doesn't read this right or my opponent takes you know like a a kind of an a less than optimal line i can exploit it and i can do this and i can do that so yeah sweet like i I, that's one of the more key matchups that that i want to be aware of and um well, yeah, like, I, I think you need to know about Esper, Mono Blue, Mono Black. I think those are the main decks that you need to know about, and then probably White Weenie would be the next deck that you have to be really, you know, aware of. Yeah, I was playing up against a bunch of, like, green-red um, that played, like, Garrett Call of the Beast and um, Xenagos, so, and Arbor Colossus, I think. Okay, yeah. So, like, kind of hearkening back to the Shuda... Is it that is that the Yasuka list? The... Yeah, it's, it sounds like it'd be something comparable to that. Yeah. So some people were tweeting that I should go pack rats over Desecration Demon because of Arbor Colossus, but like that deck, I felt like okay, I don't know the Yasuka list that much, but I felt like the, that deck plays like 
Um, well, the one that I played against last night, I played Polycranos Arbor Colossus, so it takes a while for your Arbor, uh, sorry, for your pack rats to be able to go up in size enough for you to be able to attack through an Arbor Colossus and hit their Planeswalkers, whereas Desecration Demon, I just, like, fly in the air, or, like, I already, I always had, like, the Hero's Downfall for Arbor's Colossus, so... Yeah, like that's the thing is that yeah, I like I like with that matchup like when I played against Mono Black because I played that deck like right off the standard get go like that was my deck for the longest time I have it online. Um, when I played against Mono Black, if they went Pack Rat Road, I felt like my creatures were actually going to be bigger and I could flood the board more because I have like Garrick to refill the hand and everything. So I, I felt right, like right, I could right. put I could put a bigger presence on the board. Um, now Desecration Demon wasn't a super strong card against me either because. I just had the ability to sack mana dorks and stuff to it. But what it was really killing me was just that they have the best targeted removal. So yeah. what I'm doing is I'm flooding the board with a whole bunch of little dorks to make a bunch of mana, and then I'm putting out, like, a hero. I'm putting out, like, one big, like, trump creature. And yeah. then you blow it up, and I'm like, okay, well, now I'm going to try and beat you with fucking land war elves. Like, that ain't happening. So. Yeah, I, I'm going to need to try other decks. It's just, like, it's the first deck I picked up because it has... Thought seize and the best target removal. Like that's hard to and then um it has like the best card advantage engine uh in the game. Uh, so Yeah. Anyway, it's tough. I just it's just hard to hate on this deck. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> so I have it built, but I think my next deck that I'm gonna start testing, like I'm really excited. I've got one more week of work and then I'm off for a couple weeks. So that is definitely, you know, like where I wanna be, but uh uh, what I'm going to be building is I'm going to try the White Weenie variants. I'm going to try the Boros list. I'm going to try like the uh, the Orzov list that we saw this weekend. Um, Everybody's been going crazy about that. How's that working? The Orzov? Yeah. Uh, well, it's really neat because what it does is it just like it, it chose to ignore cards in the metagame that well aren't just being played right now. So what its thing was is it says okay if I play black I can play Thoughtseize which gets rid of things that I can't deal with. Uh, I can also play Xanthrid Necromancer because the majority of the White Weenie deck is already human. The only thing that isn't human are the Dryad Militants. Um, the Xanthrid Necromancer does the same thing as Boros Charm in the sense that uh, it stops board sweepers from hurting me, uh, just so long as they're not playing Anger of Gods, and nobody's playing Anger of Gods right now. So Supreme Verdict, it kills everything, but they get a whole bunch of zombies, so they haven't really done anything. So, And the nice thing about it is you can tap out and put it on the board. So with Boros Charm, you know, you cast your creatures, and it's like, okay, do I cast my creatures, or do I save mana for Boros Charm to have my guys not die? With Xanthor Necromancer, you put it on the board, and you just keep going to town. Uh, and then what also you get is you get Orzov Charm, which is just, it's actually a really, really strong spell, because it kills everything, except for Blood Baron of Isakopa. It's pretty much the only thing it doesn't kill. Uh, your life total doesn't really matter in this whole matchup because you're an aggressive deck, so you should be the guy who's beating him down. You're okay with, you know, taking a six-point chunk. Um, also, it might get you a weird spot where you get back, like, a one-drop that you need to do, like, a kill, and then there was a, a case of, like, you attack with it, and they block with, like, a lifelink, or, like, say they block with, like, a Blood Baron of Isacopa. You can bounce your own guy so that they don't gain any life, and, like, maybe that's enough to win the game. So, like, it just, it's a very versatile spell that you're not going to use all three modes, but like as removal, it just kills everything, and there's that's hard to do right now in standard. So, yeah. Uh, you mentioned Boros, Jeremy. I don't know. Like, I I read an Ari Lax tweet today that like if 
He said if you had a PTQ th- this weekend, he would play the list that that he showcased in his article on SCG this week. That, that's so probably going to be the Boros list that I'll build, like of, of the Boros list. Like I'll probably build the the uh, what was it uh, the the Ben Stark list, the the, the Orzov list that uh, Channel Fireball ran this week, and I'll probably build like Ari Lax's Boros list. I love Ari Lax's decks. Like I just I think he always puts forward really strong lists. But you know, on that side there, you're just getting more reach, right? Like you've got Boros Charm to do four points of damage when the board gets all tangled up. You got you know some fun stuff out of the board like you know, and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it's just really strong. But it's very fast, and that's the thing that I really like about it. I want to have a deck that's going to be extremely proactive, put a guy on the back foot. So I, I want to try that out and see how I feel about that. And I also think that Mono Black is the best deck in the format. I feel like this is a strong matchup versus Black. Everybody says that, and I feel like I just hate that deck, and I don't know why. It's like Theros Limited or something. It's just I can't do it. It's... You know, it's it's weird because like I think I think the best version is like the black white version seems to be the place to be right now. Like I I like I not having gray merchant is awkward. I think because like the card's very good. Um, but I mean like the card I actually don't like the most, like the the worst card in mono black is desecration demon. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I really like that card. Yeah. So like the problem is like against the aggressive decks. You want to tap out on four to cast Desecration Demon to survive, and they're just like, no. Nope. Yeah, and they just kill you. Who cares? Yeah. 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 So, like, I don't like that that aspect of the card. Um, like, I understand, like, if you're ahead, he closes the game. But if you're not ahead, he's almost a dead draw, you know, most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I don't like about him. Whereas all the rest of the cards can be very good. Um, but, like, I. So I, I like. The Blood Baron and Viscopa plan, I think that's really sweet. Um, if we're talking about the aggressive decks, I think I think the white black is where it's at. I think the fact that you can actually leverage all of the Orzov charm um abilities is very powerful. I mean, we saw Orzov Charm at its best in Tom Martell's Aristocrats deck in Montreal, you know, when he won the fucking Pro Tour with it. Um I mean, like it's coming back and being able to get back a, a soldier of the Pantheon right now is no joke. Well, yeah, and you know, like, there's a part of me that wants to just jam some cartel aristocrats in there and take out the militants and see if that's a thing. Yep. Like, that's a card that, like, cartel aristocrat is a very strong card. Agree. And I'd be very interested to see, like, is there another step there? Like, that's a card that can get through and do those last points of damage. It's a card that never gets blocked because you just can't block it right. Yeah. Especially when there's a Xanthrid Necromancer on the board where it's just like, oh, great, you know, like, now his Boros elites that were, you know, barely activatable are now going to be massive uh, dudes or, you know, and it's like Xanthar Necromancer is just like such a sweet card because it also like your mutavolts are even like get, get a second life. It's sure. so good. Sure. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see which one actually comes out. Well, it's just, the deck is much better unless there's a card called Anger of Gods in your opponent's deck. So, like, it makes, like, some of those, like, Red Devotion decks a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. And then, like, any sort of, like, Red, White, Blue control, Grixis control, like, decks that don't exist right now, but, like, people are just saying that, you know, there's a fringe chance of them existing. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, I didn't really care for that Orzov mid-range deck. Like, really? did you Did you, like, did you watch the finals and stuff like that? Uh, no, I didn't get the chance. Okay. 
I felt really bad for Huey because it, it just it really felt like Huey lost and not the other guy won. And, yeah, you know, that's not that's not very fair to say about the other guy, but it was just like it just seemed like a really weird matchup that you know the Orzov deck it had you know strong cards. It had cards that attacked the metagame really well, like Blood Baron's just really really good. I think he got a lot of people to sideboard poorly against them, so that was good. But yeah, so I don't know. Like standard for me, it just it seems so awkward. I just I'm not I'm not a fan. It's taken me a long time to finally come around to the fact that I'm generally dissatisfied, or maybe I'm just tired. It's a distinct possibility of the standard format as it sits today. Tired? You? Yeah. You're in fucking shape, man. I feel like it's been solved. No, 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 of the format. I feel like it's been solved, and it was solved like a long time ago, and it's not changing, and nothing's tickling my fancy. Well, yeah, it's kind of gross that, like, one of the top three decks in the format is the Pro Tour deck. Like, you know, like, yeah, still. And, like, Mono Black came out, what, the week after? Yeah. Is that like when Brad Nelson and them really started pushing Mono Black? Was like yep. literally the week after the Pro Tour, and yep. Esper was kind of a thing that everybody knew going into it because it had all the Skylands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like I, I just I would love to see like a Jun type list come out. I'd love to see like just something else. Like there was even like the whole Rug list with Profit that was like looking like it might have potential, but those monocolor decks just do so much good. Like, they just have the cards that they need to do what they need to do. Yeah. Like, the blue deck is just very fast with ultra-powerful trump cards in it. The black deck can just do everything. It's it's good at everything. It's it's jund in one color. So, eh, that's gross. And then Esper, you know, ultimately will have all the answers. You just have to make sure you're, you've got the right questions, right? Yeah. So, Jeremy, another card, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm playing correctly, is, like, is Gary mainly just like a late? You just try to hold, like, sandbag it for as long as you can while you while you play as many permanents with black symbols on them. Uh, yes and no. Like against like ultra aggressive decks, like if you're playing against like the mono blue deck, or you're playing against like any of the white type decks, or even like the burn decks and stuff like that, you might just okay. need to get him out there to be a blocker and get you like life. But, like, he kind of has, like, this built-in, like, you can get, like, a 10-point swing out of him really easy. And, like, that's, you know, like, kind of a good place to put him down at. And he's also just one of those cards that it's like, oh, I drew two of him, so, you know, I just win. Like, oops. He's, like, one of those cards that I would never discard to a pack rat. Um, Yeah, you never do. Yeah, because he's just, like, he's kind of, like, he's your end-game finisher. Like, he's, you know, your, your reach. Like, you can just win a game with the Desecration Demon. You can just bury a guy in card advantage with uh, the uh, Night Vale Spectre. You can just rat a guy out of the game like we're playing Limited a year ago. Um, (laughs) But, you know, in a lot of those game plans and stuff like that, like, you're going to do a little bit of some of those things. You're going to blow away all of their important cards with your removal. You're going to get your advantage ahead. And then at some point, you're just going to drop a Grey Merchant on the board and close the game. And, like, that's that's the thing that the Grey Merchant can do, is he's got, like, this, like... They always talked about uh, the ability for some decks to get back. Like, if you looked at, like, old Jun, like, if you were behind and you were losing the race and all of that stuff, you got this four-mana Bloodbraid Elf that can just turn the game right around. And that's what I feel like Gary does in that deck, is it's just, like, you're losing the race, you're not quite in it, like, you've run out of gas, uh, they stalled out the board, and then, oh, you got Gary, and you just won the game. Like, he just gave you that much more life to get another attack in, to buy another turn, or he 
you know, just smack the opponent for seven when you didn't have a good attack. Like, it just, he does all kinds of just stupid things. Not to mention, he just, you know, reloads you so that you can keep going under world connections and stuff like that. Like, protecting your life total is an important thing, but that's also a deck that just really relies on using your life total as a, a resource, so. Right, right. It just, like, just happens I played a lot of mid-range decks where it's, like, the 2-4 body was not important at all, wasn't going to do anything, so I just, like, sandbagged it and it's just, like, used it to to kill them uh, in those situations, but, uh... Well, well, the decks that attack you really well, a 2-4 body is strong. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play a bit more. I know, I know John Stern told me he'd, he might be uh, writing a primer because he played it in, uh... Dallas, I think. Yeah, he also um, did the deck tech video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's planning to to possibly uh, write a primer for Mana Deprived, and if he's going to, he is going to Vancouver, like I said. So it's it's on top of his list. So for me, it's that's that's good enough for me to consider as well. And uh, but the next deck I will try will be uh, the Boros deck, just because Arilax said it's it's insane. So I'll, I'll have to give it a shot. So I'm, I'm sort of excited to go to Vancouver and because uh, I didn't go last year. And I fucking missed... And actually, you know what? Someone, Joshua Lemish told me that his wedding is on GP Vancouver weekend, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, nice go. I'm like, what the fuck, man? But I'm like, yeah, 100%. I'm not invited to this, right? <laughs> yeah, just like, you can check the RSVP card. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like is this some kind of sick joke although like, if i was josh lemish and my wedding was then i would totally invite you just to troll you yeah <laughs> like 100 percent. spend the money on the invitation and everything yeah just Fucking, like, like double i, have, posted, I will gladly handy. pay the 80 bucks for that plate like let's just get him here <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a really sick joke i really didn't want to miss calgary i didn't want to miss toronto like these were these were GPs that I was looking really forward to, and like Vancouver, I'm not like excited about that as much as I was for for the other two, just because Calgary, Scott, and Jay were there, and and you were there, Jeremy, um, and Toronto, you know, Scott, and and you were there. It's like, and Vancouver is just it's just gonna be you, which is fine, but it's like not as exciting as the other where I'd see multiple people that I know, but uh, going to Vancouver and just meeting people, uh, what's exciting for me is just meeting fans or, or other people that I've never seen before, right? I've never met before, and I heard the last time uh, there was a GP Vancouver, you now people were going up to, to the face-to-face game booth and, like, asking where I was, and I wasn't there, so like Sal told me, like, a bunch of people were, yeah. were uh, looking up. I was up one to- of them. Yeah, so this time I will be there, so I am excited about that. And uh, so, Jeremy, do you, do you have the decks on Moto? We need to jam then, if you do. I've got. I, I'm sure I've got all the cards from Mono White. Uh, I do not have either of the Devotion decks online, though. But I'm pretty sure I have the cards to build Esper and the cards to build the Boros decks and like the Orzov decks. Like I had gotten all the White Weenie stuff back when I uh, was practicing for Calgary. So we, we gotta do a little tournament, with Scott. <laughs> Yup. Yeah. We invite the heavy meta guys. They play Moto. <laughs> Do they? They Moto a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should do for our Christmas time this year. 
Maybe we'll have like the eighteen versus heavy meta moto off. Yeah, like <laughs> oh my goodness, we should do like uh what they do with like worlds and stuff like that. Like one person plays modern, one person plays standard, and like uh... one person plays legacy, like we do like something like that. Or maybe we do like the standard, the what is it called? Like the uh like the team trios? Yeah, but the 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 standard where you're only allowed to have like four of each card amongst all yeah. three decks. In your whole pool. Yeah. Unified yeah. constructed. Unified constructed. That's the one. Yeah, we should do that. For, we could crush for them. the title of best podcast. <laughs> I need all of the Enter the Infinites. <laughs> we got a combo deck. This yeah. combo deck. I I, well, I saw it on the uh, Ireland forums. Oh god. So. Oh good. <laughs> Well, it's sweet. So, like, I don't have to play then, right? Like, this will work because it's the they have three and we have three. So we'll, well just we put need our... one person to coach. You know, oh, that's I how it can, works. And coach. then we then we alternate. Then we'll do like a team draft. I'm sure we could organize a team draft. That'd be awesome. Fucking holiday cube off. Man, that'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in for that. I thought you might be. Anyways, yeah, we can figure something out. I'm sure they'd be down for something. It'd be pretty fun. 4 would be sick. Right, in the cube space? Like, just do one ourselves? Oh, that that would be insane. That would would be so ridiculous. Man, I was actually on the tail end of their episode last night because Kevy is always begging me to be uh, on that show. Begging uh, you? When they're with TSG, they... They put out some pretty sick episodes, and they did a sick. He uh, like loves those guys too. <laughs> they love. He loves us. They did a sick uh, year in review episode, and uh, yeah, TSG def- definitely didn't hold anything back, and it was very. Whether it be like the the Moto debacle or the whole MTG cast and how it went down during the year, it's it was a very honest and like no nothing held back episode from what I've heard. So I can't wait for that to be released. So those guys put out some good stuff and, and TSG is definitely an awesome guest on that show. Yeah. They, plus, I mean like him being there too, they tend to lighten up a little, <laughs> which, uh, which really brings them right into where that cast, that style of a cast needs to be. So it's pretty sweet. Yeah. 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 You know, props to TSG. I love that guy. So yeah, it's We're- good for them. I'm glad. It's fantastic. Yeah, we're not going to do a, re- a year interview, right? We don't you want really to. Need to let's do let's do it right now. What happened? Yeah, KYT nothing. most memorable moment of 2013. Go. I um Las Vegas for sure. Okay, good. Jay, most memorable moment. <laughs> Fuck you! I was listening. You fucker. <laughs> I think it was like the biggest GP, and um, I played against one of the slowest opponents I've ever played. All time and Jeremy Schofield. You know what the was, highlight of this my year so far has been? Listening to the world's longest story. It's happening right now. <laughs> Isn't the world's longest story great? <laughs> oh. Jeremy was it, not calling a judge for me. Hey, I was counting in my head. <laughs> You're like one Mississippi, two Mississippi. I, I, I was Mississippi in the guy. I was like, if he goes one more Mississippi, I gotta find a judge. But he never went one more Mississippi. Or you gotta like change it to your judge uniform. <laughs> I got a judge shirt at Toronto. I was so stoked. Sweet. Um, but uh, no, I, I just I loved it because as soon as that match was over, you got up and you were just like so like distraught with like 
just the appearance of the guy. Like, it wasn't that he was playing really slow or that you lost. You're just like, that guy was so weird. Like, it just seemed like, just for whatever reason, his being just creeped you out. Yeah, it was just the way he was. Yeah, like, he, he had he like, was very thinking? unusual, like, very unusual, like, mannerisms and everything like that. Like, he was just, he was a unique person. Like, when he was thinking about his move, it visually, it wasn't as if he was thinking, as if he was, like, staring somewhere else. As if he was like having an acid flashback or something. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of really weird, right? Like it wasn't like he was pondering. It was just like it's hard to describe. Like he was out there, like he was out of the zone, but he was actually thinking. So it was it was kind of weird. I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, but, it, was, uh, it was a really weird match to watch. I just remember. Still, like, just, yeah. Still the best moment for me because I got to meet Kevy, Maddie, Durf was there. Like a bunch of people were there. So definitely. Uh, off the top of my head, the highlight uh, of the year for for me. That's that's me, Scott. <laughs> um, watching Jay cry like a little bitch at his wedding. Oh my god, that never happened. Yeah, that was that was a pretty big highlight for me. Um, <laughs> that whole the whole weekend for him as well, cleaning up his vomit and shit was hilarious. Oh man, I bet that was just fucking just wicked it was actually it's actually up there it was it was a pretty crazy fucking day and uh yeah and it was just it was it was sweet to share that that whole weekend is is scores pretty high for me <laughs> i landed the weekend the day of that's like the most epic part yeah 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 that was crazy you were there for what like an hour <laughs> there for my wedding and that's it but it like was, there and back was, was longer the sickest the, it was really sick that wedding uh you know, like the whole story of me and Scott's like, what? <laughs> it's where? <laughs> and then we show up and we're like, wow. Yeah, this is way wow. nicer than I thought it was. Thank God. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it was all right. Yeah, I've yeah. stayed in nicer. You know. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very nice though. It was it was actually like the setting and the backdrop and everything was really awesome. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah, that was mine. Uh all right, Jay, go. Uh yeah, getting married definitely has to be my favorite thing of the year. You solemnly declare? <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh, she yeah. was promised to him. Oh yeah, she's my betrothal. <laughs> It's just like, I love that you did. I solemnly declare <laughs> <laughs> that I do not know. Wow, I know this line too much. Yeah, he's like watched the video too many times. <laughs> or like when you go, that's it. We can go home now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was an awesome weekend for sure. Yeah, that was definitely my highlight. We didn't even get to play any magic. I was jazzed about that. I wanted to play some magic. We didn't even get to play Barrow magic. But uh, I think it was I think I think the alternative was better anyway. I still remember now. Scott when Scott gave his like best man speech. Yeah. Like other people like when when he was describing magic and then people were like what the fuck is he talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I intentionally <laughs> tried to make it sound like we were in heroin dens for a living, right? Like <laughs> So good. <laughs> it's like I could hear the, there were people whispering next to me, yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, it's the oh card game, you know, they play." <laughs> yeah, it's called magic. It's like you know that 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 yeah. 
<laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? I've never seen him before. <laughs> okay, Jeremy, your last. Uh, but not least. not least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the little girl. Love my Petra. She's a beautiful little girl. And uh, that's not you know, that's magic not, related. Uh, it's not magic related, but it's pretty magical. Uh, Aww. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Um, no, I, I'd say, you know, it's, it's really funny, but it's, it's kind of this, like, uh, over the last year, I've really, you know, started doing the whole podcast thing, you know, starting off with the Monday Night Magic guys and doing that thing and having a lot of fun with that. And then, you know, getting this like wicked opportunity to come on and like hang out with you guys every week. Uh, you know, that's been my big thing for magic. Like that is my, you know, what's been really awesome in this year. And you know, just how much it's grown from that, you know, getting to be a bigger part of the community and like getting to meet all of these people and, you know, sitting down with Maddie and playing some magic with him, getting a chance to talk with Kyle and his family, uh, talking with like the, the, um, quite speculation guys and meeting all the guys in uh, Vegas and just having, you know, an opportunity to meet all of these different podcasters and all these guys who are just putting out all this great content and stuff like that. And like, that's been really really cool for me because it's just kind of opened up this whole other aspect of the game you know it's not just sitting down and going is you know nightbell specter better in this deck or this deck you know it's it's more of like who are the people behind the game and getting to like hang out with those folks and that's been really awesome for me because then you also get also learn all the dirt and stuff like that so that's really cool too (laughs) i love the dirt There's no dirt. The magic community is 100% clean, and they love each other. Everybody like, loves each other. It's like, if they were talking about, like, what was going on with MTG cast, oh my goodness, I would have had such a fun conversation with Trish, like, TSG and stuff like that. Like, I've talked about MTG cast so much, pretty much everywhere, except for online. Uh, because, again, I was, you know, very much into that group when I was doing the Monday Night Magic thing, and just kind of seeing what was going on, how that was a big thing, so... Uh, there's been a lot that's been going on, you know, the change to the pro tour, the way that the uh, pro community thing's happening. There's a lot of stuff that's gone on with the game, but, you know, it, the podcasting, hanging out with you guys has just been, like, super awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would have, like, burned down your house if you didn't say joining the ATM is your number one moment. Just throwing that out there. Wow, okay. Yeah. I mean, I probably, you know what, in all fairness, I probably would have called ahead and made sure nobody was in it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Especially um, Petro. Especially yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like we start the episode by just knocking me down a notch, but then like, yeah, but you better like it. Like, it's like such an abusive relationship for me. It's like, <laughs> you better love me or I'll beat you more. That's <laughs> why you love us. That's what draws you to us. In the yeah, first I am place. a bit of a masochist, I guess. I know. <laughs> so, I mean, look at the decks you were playing at Creepy Calgary. You're totally a masochist. Yeah, actually, that that's got to be evidence there or not. I think you may have actually said those exact words to me. Uh, probably. probably. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a pretty sweet year. I'm um there's all sorts of crazy shit still happening too. Like, I mean, we've got obviously Christmas is coming up and everybody's got that own their own stuff, but like I've got like I've got that commander thing happening at Sketchbook this weekend, so yeah. You guys will see all of that. Um just found out today that uh or like at nine o'clock last night, rather. So because Wizards likes to listen to everybody, and everybody was griping about how Ontario lost that extra PTQ, and I think they lost it because whoever it was that was going to do it basically decided, nope, I'm terrible, and just decided not to do it. So we found out that at nine o'clock last night, uh, Harry T picked it up. 
right. So January 18th, there will be uh, a journey into Nick's PTQ. I believe it is standard constructed because it's January 18th, right? Because we flip over to standard for PTQ season shortly. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, it goes so, back to standard. They skip modern. Yeah. So my understanding is is that uh, I have been invited to do some charity gunslinging. Sweet. So in a similar fashion as we did, there'll be all sorts of like sweet ass prizes and stuff. So, uh, so I'm thinking about going and, and doing that, which would be sweet. So KYT, you should totally come down because it's a standard PTQ. If there you see Maddie bid on anything, make sure to scum bid him for me. Sure. Hey, question actually: When is GP Vancouver? February, right? Uh, end of January. And the week is the week right after. Okay, sweet. So you totally need the practice anyway. Yeah, there's a there's actually a strong. If there's nothing else, there's there's more than a fifty percent chance I'm actually going to make the trek down just to get the practice, and because you know I miss GB Toronto. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like Kelly's PTQs are pretty much GPs anyways. If you They're count GP close, Calgary, yeah. so you got to count that. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we're trying to get it crazy. He, I, I was stopped in there today at about, uh, I don't know, it was about twelve o'clock or so, and uh, he showed me the Facebook page. He's like, "Yeah, look, we announced this at nine o'clock last night, and we sent it out on Facebook. There's already 117 people going. Jesus, <laughs> it's been up for like less than 24 hours. So, Did he also like put like infinite prizes? It's a pretty big prize pool. Yeah, like the most ridiculous prizes. I mean, it's pretty big. I yeah, think. I I think for a PTQ it's outrageous. Like, is is eight thousand dollars enormous? Like, is that is that out to lunch? That's correct. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. Okay, just checking. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I was reading how Lucas Seattle thought it, he didn't know if it was a good or bad thing that this was gonna happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, like the problem is, it's a short notice, and they need to fill the seats, right? So, if that's what they need to do, then fuck by all means do it. But. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. See how it all sh- see how it all shakes out. Wow. Yeah. Top eight all win a box of modern masters. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. Like I two, mean, it's like two K right there. How do you, how do you not top eight a PTQ? Like, aren't you on some sort of tear or something? Um. No, I'm I'm a G- GP day two machine. That's what I asked. Um, I thought I thought when you were on that tear that you were also top eighting PTQs like it was your job, and then losing casually in the semis, right? But yeah, that was a boggle. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it might happen again. I mean, I haven't had uh, the same success in uh, in limited, so I'm I'm glad to go back to to constructive where I, I it's it's more in my realm yeah. of uh, expertise. So yeah, I. If I had to bet on it, I'd, I'd probably I'm probably gonna be there, and uh, it's gonna be exciting. even though it's gonna be infinite large, just gonna train it down and train it back, so shouldn't be a problem. Sweet, awesome. <laughs> um, one one of the other things that Lucas was uh, complaining about uh, this week was uh, how, like, as far as I know, based on his his status post was like. How standard dailies are just at 3 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern. Okay, yeah. So, so we can talk about that for a minute. Magic Online dailies, the schedule, they're back, right? But the, all the dailies are happening at the same time, the same day every week. That's what bullshit. The fuck? That's, That's bullshit. That's bullshit. What? I've never complained, and 
That's true. You've never complained about anything. But that's bullshit. Like, I can't, with a 9 to 5 job, I can't possibly. Like, 9 p.m. means I sleep. I would, well, I know I say this, and people know that I barely sleep, so I can't really say this, but for for any regular person, like, they'd have to sleep at 1, right? I guess? Yeah. So, that's not, that's not good. Like, at least gives them an option to play a 7 or 8 p.m. at some point during the week. So, this is a terrible, if this is permanent, this is awful. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, I don't think there's any conceivable way they can make it permanent. Right, like that just doesn't seem at all reasonable. Uh, but, well, you know, it's it's permanent until somebody complains enough. Somebody with a big enough name complains enough. You mean? Call uh, Yeah, that's still somebody. Yeah, call Brian. No, there's been a pile of people that have been bitching and moaning about it. Like, I I know that this is obviously just like a a short term fix because they're I think they're a lot of their concerns are about the stability of the the environment, right? So, I mean, if they run and they work, then, you know, I'm sure they can adjust the schedules if they need to. But, Jesus, it's just frustrating. It's just frustrating. That's all. <laughs> Fix Moto! Fix Moto! <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> what the fuck? That was good. That was good. Porky! Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That was great. Thank yeah. you. Thank Can you me. imagine just... Yeah, I mean, you gotta think, like, why? Why? That's funny, but it's even funnier. <laughs> when it's when not it's in like, English. Yeah. I think what I got... You... I, I picked that up from The Simpsons, I think. Jay, can you do a French one? Pourquoi? Pourquoi? I'm Pourquoi? Oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of which, Wyatt actually replied. Yeah, I know. That was so awesome. Shipping Did he? Oh, I missed it. It's in the comments. I'm going to have to go read it. Fucking, I ordered something from them, and I asked to get, like, a picture of fucking Schmaltzy, and and then they haven't even sent my shit yet. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to get a picture of that guy? Schmaltzy's pissed. Yeah. Or PD Pablo has put his foot down on that name. <laughs> yeah, but- fuck is that all about, Petey Pablo? Give me my shit. <laughs> it's such a stupid name for him. It's not. It's the, it's the hot fucking fatness. <laughs> the hot fatness. Yeah, that's the thing. Those are things. So, um, I don't know. Did we talk about the submissions so far? We haven't talked about any of them at all so far. Okay. For I haven't seen much of them. Erzuka has my has my pick. So which far. one is that? Which one is that? Oh, it's because like showing today. Like the one I, I retweeted from the MTG18 account, and the only reason I have him like clearly as my number one so far, I haven't seen all of them, because he actually like decided to show what it would look on, like. What it would look like on different pieces of merch. Oh, I and have that. And the hashtag fucking, merch. They fucking look good. Like, they look like something I would actually buy and fucking wear. So, um, hats off to him. I mean, other people, like, like Jay and I agree, people are, like, pushing the Canadian thing 
Like it's good yeah, I don't to think, have I don't something. Think we ever mentioned that. Like I don't think we said like, hey, design a logo for the A team and make it fucking puke Canada all over it. Right, right. I think like because it's called the A team, people have that idea. But I like, guess. But I mean, like, want, right? I guess. You want a flavor of it, but not like every single Canadian stereotype that you can yeah. think of. Every single one is like every, and it's every fucking logo. It's like, hey guys, what do you think of a beaver? On a fucking moose yeah. while shitting uh, a maple leaf like tornado. <laughs> what do you Jimmy's. think of that? Be honest though. Be honest. I can take it. What do you think of that one? That's my favorite one that I came up with. Oh, is it okay? <laughs> so, a beaver on top of a moose with maple syrup. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, maple syrup. <laughs> Maple syrup, beer, and hockey sticks. Oh, yeah, that's real good, eh? <laughs> fucking hoser cast. Fucking hoser cast. Holy shit. Holy shit, I want to make a fucking hoser cast for real now. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, eh? Fucking Me and the buys will get her done. Bells and shit. Fucking, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Holy fuck, hoser cast. I want to be on a hoser cast. Yeah, we let's can call record it heavy Let's call up Heavy Meta, see if they got any room there on their fucking hoser cast. They're super fucking hosers there, eh? <laughs> wow. That's a pretty sick accent. <laughs> but that's been the mo- most of the submission I've seen. That's why I haven't, uh, when uh, Scott decided to uh, ask me, like, if there was a runner-up, I'm just like, there's just too Canadian for me, most of the stuff. Yeah, and it's not. I like the Jeff Woods stuff. They're bad. I really like them. The Jeff, the original Jeff Woods with the Planeswalker logo was fucking ridiculous. That was my favorite. That was retarded. I even like the Half Leaf like Planeswalker one. I, I, I I think it's okay. It just looks kind of like for me. I can't, I can't see past it. Like I can't separate them. Okay. So for me, it's like kitschy almost. You know. Well, it's like. We're infringing, and now we're going to take a step back to not infringe, and... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... But, like, at the same time, I just think that it's, like, still super sweet. Like, I just think that it kind of grasps a lot of things. Jay, Jay, click on some of those links. So, so I think I like... I don't know. I think I like the one with the card better. I mean, these are fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. Like, people are definitely stepping up to the plate, like, I'm glad, yeah, I'm, glad we answered. I'm glad we waited because so far this guy, just the fact that he put it on fucking merch just to see how it would look like, this that's, guy would be a extra mile. Too. That, that makes a big difference. Like when you can see, like when you can see the difference, like when you can see what it looks like on something, that makes a big, like you could have the coolest logo ever, but it might look like shit. <laughs> like on a shirt, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it makes a big difference that you can see what it looks like on a shirt. I actually think I wear all three of yeah. designs. Like, yeah. Jay, have you looked at it? I, I need your opinion. You I haven't like, yet. I haven't yet. One thing. Erzuka, man. <laughs> so it's funny. I was uh, I was going through his Twitter profile, and remember how I told you that one of my stream watchers sent me, like when I was playing Naya, sent me a fucking playmat for the back of Moto that said Padre of Dragons, and it was, like, in, in the Thunder Mile Hellkite. It's actually there. If you click on his... So you've linked to his Twitter profile. If you go into his photos and videos, it's right there. 
Padre of Dragons. That's wow. yeah. So he made that for me. For the Padre. <laughs> right? Fucking Sick. awesome. Alright, I'll go take take a look at for fucking just just for KYT. I mean they're sick. How Each sick one of them. Because it's like Canadian but not like Holy oh. shit, you, you blasted me like a hundred million links. Twitter ears yeah, Oh, this one's kind of cool where it's kind of like a smudge there, eh? Yeah, yeah. That one's that. And, like, man, does it look good on that fucking t-shirt. Holy yeah, that's shit. what I'm saying. It's like, like when I looked crazy. at the logo, when I looked at the logo, I was like, garbage. But then I looked at it on the t-shirt, and I was like, oh, man. Yeah, I would fucking wear that. You know, my big problem with all these logos is uh, you could buy you could buy this shit at Walmart. <laughs> And I mean that's not a problem. I would love it if Walmart fucking if Walmart carried our shit because that would mean that we were like, ah. but what I'm saying is you could buy it at Walmart and you could have no fucking idea that it's a magic thing, like at all. Like this first one is the best one in my opinion. I don't like the one with the card thing. It looks kind of hokey with the white dots and shit. Okay. Um, personally, like to me that does not look like a magic card. It looks like a fucking ski pass, and we're Canadian, and the A-team, and the Maple Leaf. Like, it's easily a snowboarding, ski passing, some kind of fucking garbage. But uh, I really like the one that's in the Maple Leaf. But, like, you could just buy that at Roots, and people oh, would right, think you were, right. and, and people would think you were, like, supporting Canadian athletes at Sochi or some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and that's not to say that I need, like, a big fucking nerdy magic thing there. And, like, I liked, um, I liked Proxy Guys, Josh's, uh... Yeah, his stuff was really because, good. Because, like, the, you know, the skull of the moose was the, like, the black mana symbol, right? Like, yeah. that's kind of, that's subtlety, and it looks cool, and then someone, and then someone figures out, and they're like, oh, man, that's the fucking... And then you're like, yeah, it is the fucking... And they're like, ah! Um, you know, like... I don't know. I just uh, my big issue with all these logos is like for to me, and I don't know if Americans know what Roots is. I don't know if they have that down there. Uh, <laughs> it's like American Eagle. Like it's all just fucking regular old Navy shit. None of this is talking to me on a like an A team level. It's all talking to me on like a corporate uh, snowboarding level, which is fine. Like if if it, I mean, like some. I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm just saying, like, it doesn't personify the right, show. Right. That's, the show, you know what? to me. My, my wife has had a lot of input for, from my side on this sort of stuff as well, and that's very much the same sort of thing. She's like, her perspective, when she's looking at it, she's like, that doesn't, that's not you guys. Like, that doesn't say A-Team. That doesn't yeah. say anything about what you like, do. And, like, and, like, if you, if, like, if you guys go, like, even, like, most people should do this. I, I hope most people do this. Uh, but if, if, just people that are designing the logos should definitely just type in like the A team shirt into Google. And like, I just found fucking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like, I mean, like, seven shirts popped up on, on my, on an ad for the A team. And they're, they all look exactly like what you guys have designed. They say the A team and they have a Canadian flag on them. So that's what that and those are thirty dollar t shirts. People are paying people are apparently paying thirty dollars to wear a t shirt that according to the Twitter people already personifies my show. So we don't need it. <laughs> yeah, apparently, we don't we don't need apparently we don't need a logo. We already have one. 
And it's selling like hotcakes on fucking <laughs> KYT, how did you drive him this way? How did you get him on the anti-merch chain? <laughs> it oh. was all a, a ploy. Man, what you say, Jay, is I completely agree. But like, I can't get past the fact that I would fucking buy this shirt right I now. I would buy this shirt the... right now. If this shirt existed from, what's his name, Zazu? Fucking... Erzuka. Erzuka. <laughs> I would fucking buy this shirt. I would buy, like, two of those shirts and one of those hoodies minimum. Yeah. yeah minimum. It it's fucking awesome, man. I would pay 80 minimum for this. <laughs> Easily. 80 Easily. But, okay, we uh, can get a take on them, Jeremy. But, what do you think of Erzuka's uh, contributions? Here? I like yeah. the Erzuka stuff. It's nice. What's it, your favorite one? What's my favorite one? Uh, if, like, if you had to choose right now, you had to choose a winner. Not fucking beating around the bush, either. <laughs> Not beating around the bush. Okay, am I, am I only choosing from the Arizuka lineup? No, no. Those are <laughs> the Arizuka line. Those are mostly bad. <laughs> the the Arizuka stuff's really good, though. If I had to choose right now? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, uh... <laughs> I think I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm savagely like clicking on all of them, going through them last time. Seriously, like, in a reality show, we would get like ten minutes to like mull over bullshit, and like you know, then all of a sudden it would be a commercial, and then we bring everybody back and we put them in a lineup, and then we'd be like, we're going to choose, and then another commercial. Like I think we need a face-to-face commercial in here right now, Kyle. If you could do that. Oh yeah, I should do that. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Face to Face. I'm uh, Matthew Schmaltzy. Am I Pete Pablo? But this is my colleague Pete Pablo. Hello. 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 I mean, I'm going to have some Face to Face games. Thank you, bye. I'm going to have to high five you, Jay, if there's ever a Pete Pablo token. <laughs> you imagine just like it's got peter on it and then he's just doing like some gangster ass shit <laughs> yeah i feel like we'd have to get like kluger alters to like or no we'd have to get uh durfington to do the artwork and then have klug alters alter it are you fucking looking at logos or are you just jabbering on here hoser cat <laughs> you should be picking a favorite i i just I retweeted one that's not what i asked yeah that's not what he asked man uh, why you're easily replaceable. Shut up! <laughs> I mean, it looks like a root, something that Roots would come up with, but I, I still can't get over the fact that it, it does look fucking so awesome. Good, it's fucking so good. I love that Jer got the fucking bitch cap this week. It's <laughs> so funny. What? Jer's wearing the bitch cap this week. It's Jer? not. That, that's me. Oh. Yeah, hi. Alright. Good to meet you, Jer. <laughs> Who's Jer? <laughs> I was like so blanked on that. Alright. What um, do you got? I, I, I need a link for the moose one. I want to see the moose one one more time. Oh my god, you're like a fucking girl, man. And that's not offensive to women. Shut <laughs> <So>, up. <laughs> I like how you're one step ahead. One step ahead. You gotta be. You gotta be. And I'm sure that me saying it's not offensive to women is just gonna drive more people to tell me that it's offensive to women, even though you say it's not offensive. 
Oh, it never ends. That's, that's that one. I don't hey, like that while one. you guys are like doing nothing really productive, did you guys uh, um, listen to, uh, to listen to the deck piece? Yeah, I did. That was good. And yeah. what do you think? Nobody told me what they thought, and I asked you to tell me what you thought. I think well, we're talking to you now. Yeah, you're you're not talking to me right now. You're looking at logos and picking a favorite. <laughs> oh, back in the box. So, Scotty, what'd you think, buddy? It was good, man. Gee, um, such a bully. The thing oh. is, is like. A lot of the stuff that you had to say in there, like, what? You've heard know. before? You know yeah, it. for the most part. Like, yeah. the, the the story of you bullying and all that sort of, like, you being bullied and stuff, that, that all came out, and I don't think you and I had ever really talked about the depths of that. I mean, we obviously had an understanding that you had been through shit, but... Yeah, yeah. But, like, we'd never really been through the details, so mm. that was the thing. Um, but aside from that, I mean, I didn't really learn anything I didn't already know about you, bro, and it made me sad a little. Hmm. But but doesn't that make you happy that we're really good friends and you know everything about me? Well, maybe yeah. Like I'm 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 okay with that too. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, there you go. But like I wasn't I wasn't like disappointed. I thought it was a great interview. I thought I thought like for everyone else that doesn't know you, it was great to for them to get to know you. Right. Yeah. So it was good. I I thought Aaron did really great. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's done a really good job with all of ours, I think, so far. So. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, Jar hasn't been on yet. Awkward. Shh, maybe he didn't hear it. Charred. She's got a sexy voice. Charred. I've said that before. <laughs> yeah, she actually just wants to like tie you up into a pretzel and lick you from head to toe. I think. Yeah, that's Ooh. in the first five minutes of the show. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna make you a fucking vortex hole and just Oh man, she's gonna suck it out of there. I, I don't even know how this started. Like Durf Durf is so much cuter than me, like, you know. So That is true. Durf's pretty cute. Yeah. <laughs> That's just yeah. He's he's pretty cute. It's mostly because yeah. he's cute and little, and it's even it's it's funny because like now he can break your face. Yeah. Right. So like that adds that extra little bit of, huh? I wonder. <laughs> Anyways. All right, Jer. Pony time, baby. Yeah, you got to make a choice right now, yeah. or you're fired. Where I'm sitting right now. I can make that fucking decision. You can't Don't make that I decision. Can. I can't make that do decision. It. Don't even think I can. You can't. Well, you can make the decision. It just doesn't mean we've got to yeah, do anything yeah, about yeah. it. Try it, bitch. Try it. I will fucking try. <laughs> I will walk off the show. I will join Jobin Cast. Sorry, heavy meta. And I will fucking destroy you. You know what, Jer- Jeremy? We should probably keep him happy until after we're done the cube draft, okay? Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a good cube right here. He's a very good cube drafter. Uh, just, just right draft now. all the guys to St. Traps and cut them out, though. Right now. I'd have to say it's the Street Fighter 4 inspired A team logo with like the leaf, like from Arizuka. Which one? Oh, is that the right, but not on the card? Like the first, the top. Yeah, one. that's yeah. your favorite, most ultra super. Right where I'm at right now, yes. And I don't know if it's because it's new and I'm just excited about it right now. But on a shirt. There's there's three that I really really like right now, but not one that just clearly blows me away. But this is my favorite. At this moment in the okay. share, and of you those said three. you had a couple others. Yeah, the Street. others are the um, I like the proxy guys uh, moose head thing. Um, the one that is the red and black. I think it's really sharp. I think it's very professional. 
Um, I don't know if I identify with it. I don't know if I identify the show necessarily with it, but it just has such high quality that I just think that it's like really, really cool. Like I think if you put that on merchandise, people would buy it. I think so too. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is I, I do enjoy that leaf with the Planeswalker, the half Planeswalker logo, half leaf. Like I know that seeing just a Planeswalker logo there almost spoils it. Uh, but I still think that like taking that step back and making it something a little bit unique and not so get sued um, is still <laughs> really, really strong. So, hey, but it's made by a cop, so... Exactly. <laughs> but, like, that's the thing, is, like, I, I really like those. Like, we've had some stuff, like, before that, like, before those, like, there was uh, the one that was just, like, this half-leaf, uh, diagonal half-leaf that just said the A-team, like, it was really, really basic. And, like, that's the thing, is, you know, I saw a lot of submissions that were, like, you know, like, these, like, really elaborate things. Like, even some of the early Proxy Guy stuff, it was, like, I know I was an adolescent in the 90s and we grew up like, you know, like the Gen 13, like everything's got to be like crazy, like Spawn and all this crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, but, that's right. Like, remember, that's... like, remember, like, no fear and shit? Yeah, exactly. And like, it felt very no fearish, like, where it was like, this is a product of the 90s. And it's like, cool, but I'm kind of past that. So. I kind of like where this is at. I, I like the A-team thing, like the, the Leaf one not on the card. I just, I think that it's just very, very simple. Um, I know it's got the Canadian thing, and like that's one of the things that, you know, you guys are kind of hating on. But, you know, if I ever hear anybody talking about the A-team, it's the Canadian podcast. It's on the Canadian site. You know, like that, that is part of our DNA regardless. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're a bunch of Canadian right, guys, right, right. and there's nothing and wrong agree. with that. I agree. I just, it's like I said earlier, it's just, it's not so much that I don't, that I'm not Canadian, or I feel that we are not Canadian, or anything like that. It's just, I just feel like all of the logos I've seen so far, that's the only thing. Right. Like it's not, I agree. It's not like, you know, it's not like, like even Heavy Meta's logo, which is what, like, Brass Knuckles, I think? Yeah. Am I, am I is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, like, that has nothing to do with magic, just like Canada doesn't, right? Yeah. Like, like, holistically. But at the same time, in between all the knuckles, they have the, like, mana symbols or some shit. Yeah, but it's, like, even just, like, in the intro and stuff like that, you know, they, we've escaped to the Canadian underground, you know, like, yeah, it's it's Canada-centric, it's the low-hanging fruit, like, if you're trying to say, like, what is a symbol that represents the A-team, well, Canada is the symbol that represents the A-team. That's what I mean, like you said, the low-hanging fruit, I want people to strive for not that, I don't want you to be a scumbag Schofield, I want you to try to be a Scotty Mac. okay? <laughs> oh, God. If I had a microphone that right now, good. I would drop it. Yeah, that was good. Wow. Was good. But I'm agreeing with you, Jeremy, so don't forget. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just don't want the beaver on the moose with yeah, maple syrup. Yeah, maple syrup. <laughs> that. No, actually, somebody designed that. That might be the best one. <laughs> that might just be. They look at the hockey stick. The beavers, you know, they eat trees. Maybe he's chewing out a hockey stick. Out of a tree, maybe. It was case we got kevies to fall back on yeah yeah i, 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 I think, I think, I that think that'll be a good play mat i think that that would actually translate to a good play mat i would like it just a plain white t-shirt that you, you give to teague <laughs> <laughs> after you spread oh, it all of us wear it for like a day and then like don't so wash it and things, send it in <laughs> the things we did to that are just and then the things he did to it <laughs> Oh, nice. oh god! Yeah, he's got to be up there in super fan. 
Oh yeah, for sure. But I haven't well, even seen or heard from him in like well, two years. Or something. He he hasn't been listening since then. Okay. Yeah. What a like joke. that's the thing is when we saw him in Toronto, like he was like, you know, I used to listen all the time. I'm friends with some of the guys. I want a t-shirt. Here's the story behind the shirt. But I haven't been listening because I moved away and blah 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 blah. But like, did he move away to somewhere with no internet? Uh, he moved away somewhere with no magic, is my understanding. Oh, so then I guess the podcast just isn't it. well perfect for him because according to our fans, we never talk about magic. Oh, yeah. somebody contact him. Well, maybe you talked well, about magic back then. Yeah, we did, actually. Yeah, before you came along, we actually talked about magic. Oh, yeah. No, when I got here, you were talking about Star Wars. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah. I actually remember after the episode saying, so do we actually talk about magic at all on this show? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really say too much because you were giving me shit about wanting to have show notes. So. <laughs> No, no, I didn't give you shit. I what we all said is just that I've tried to have show notes before, and everybody's just like, "Fuck you." <laughs> just doesn't work. The eighteen doesn't work that way. We're fucking who is your <laughs> who is your cast? Yeah, who is your cast? We don't have fucking plays, eh? We just get out there, you play real hard, score some goals. Yeah, get the fuck fight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow! Oh boy, you can't be tapping the card on that twin. <laughs> ah. That's Who's the judge? I think the Boston accent is still my favorite J accent. See, <laughs> this is my one comment. The Boston accent came out during the Aaron interview. Did it really? You did. You oh, did revert to Boston accent, and I was like, "Is he no. lying right now? Is no. this not truthful, Jay? Is this exaggerating, Jay? Like, it seemed like you. Were, it was very sincere content like the topic was a sincere thing and it, it seemed like it was very sincere uh, words but i heard the boston accent this is sabotage this isn't sabotage the boston accent came out i was like oh my god i have to ask him about that uh i think you were talking about where it was on the topic of like judging other players and stuff like that um where it's like everyone kind of gets like clicky and like you start to like as you like meet new people and stuff like that you like the people you used to respect you don't respect as much anymore because you've gone to know them and understand that they haven't really done a lot uh somewhere in that area there you started going all boston and then you stopped i don't yeah it's recorded <laughs> boston <laughs> so what's next on doc um, predictions for the greatest moment of 2014. I have an the early contender. Moment or the greatest magic moment? Both. Well, greatest magic moment from like Tom being there when Tom Martell won the Pro Tour is really good for me. No, no, no. 2014. Oh, coming up in 2014. Yeah, predictions. Oh, trying to see gonna, the future. Trying to Obvious fix mo- one. Fixing moto. Fixing moto. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that'll happen in 2013? 2014. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I think there's a good chance. That's bold. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Prediction. Like, uh, that's the one thing I hope. Um, me making it to the Pro Tour. Okay, cool. <laughs> nice. Jake? Wow, that's, that's fucking... That's pretty good. It's uh, gonna fucking happen, man. I hope it does. I predict this is bold. This is you better sit down here. Uh, I predict that I will become interested in magic again, <laughs> and we'll play magic. Cool. And we'll have something magic related to talk about on the show. Wow. 
That's three predictions. And they are all related. So they they either all come true or none of them do. And you just have a 12-month window to fit that in. Yeah. And you know what? It's gonna. I bet you if you went back a year, I bet you I probably wasn't even interested in Magic a year ago. What so, did we do a year ago? Oh, man. A year ago, Jonathan Medina was telling us about how he bought his wife nothing for Christmas. Right. <laughs> oh man! What a sick memory. <laughs> I want to change my prediction. I think 2014 will mark the fourth, the fourth time that we've had to replace the fourth Just ever a fucking game. scumbag. Oh, I hope that one goes through. <laughs> oh man. You know I was going to say GP Train, but I'm certainly hoping it's GP Train Crash now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be in the trade, so... <laughs> You'll be in the train. <laughs> if not, we have a plan to get your parents in there. Oh, oh God. <laughs> okay, you go, Jeremy. That was it. The thing oh. we missed, obvious, like the greatest magic moment of 2014 is definitely going to be Montreal. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like it's totally that that that's one hundred percent gonna be it. I think it's so obvious that it's just effort. way beyond us. Yeah. Yeah. That it's gonna be super awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you really need to make that happen, by the way, bro. Yeah, it'll happen. Yeah, yeah Jay, I mean, not you. Oh. Because okay. <laughs> I know you're gonna make it happen. Oh. <laughs> uh, when I tell you to be somewhere, you don't give me a bunch of bullshit excuses about work and my wife. You just do it. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Last I heard, wasn't Jeremy not sure if he was? It's a work in progress. Yeah, happen. yeah. Jer- Jeremy has has said all sorts. Of, he's going to try the judge card. Yeah, the judge card. You know what? And actually, I'm intrigued to become a judge, <laughs> if not solely to um, use it to fly places to be a judge. Which, of course, you know, now that I've said that, all the judges are going to like petition against me being a judge, and I'll never get work in this town again. But, no, like uh, you don't get plane tickets, but you get what? foils you that you can turn into cash. No, no, you don't get plane tickets. You get hotels though. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the same. Yeah. Okay. You you can get plane tickets if you like get to I think I think L threes maybe like if you're like high level judge mm-hmm. and like you're like you know head judging things or like a really like sought out like a regional coordinator. I think those folks will fly. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But like hotel rooms is what you can you can apply for. Well, and then sweet foil packs that are like you know yeah those are those you can, are you can turn those you into even, like five hundred dollar bills yeah you don't even need hotels though you have friends that live in both of the towns over there absolutely but hotels are nice because they're usually close to the event center and you don't pay yeah. for them man imagine if Jay had to like report to Chris Lanzo <laughs> that's gonna be so funny. wow. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Awkward. Oh my god. I'm watching a gif of a dad who puts a giant spider on his son's comforter while his son is sleeping and then wakes him up. Just with the spider on it. Fuck that guy. <laughs> so there you have it. Thanks for tuning in to the A-Team. Brought to you by Ritz Cracker. Crunchy and delicious. <laughs> Basically, I I like that interaction. Um, 
life gain matters is going to be important to me. I want to also play the exquisite blood sanguine bond combo. Yeah, sometimes we have guests. Yeah. Champions, yeah. Really? Yeah. Real champions? Real champions. Like real magic champions? Yeah. Stuff? Yes. Mm hmm. International champions or like. Toronto yes. Champions? International champions. Yeah. It's pretty cool. They are famous champions, yeah. Who is. Who is we don't this, suck their dinks. But who, who is this mocking person and why are they still here? Are we waiting for KYT? Or is this going on the show? Well, all of that's going in the show for sure. <laughs> Great. Uh, gotta find that somewhere. <laughs> that'll be like in the end. Carl will like do the scratch out and then the, that'll get added at the back. <laughs> Tell Dennis he's gonna be put in the ass of our show. Right on, I will do it. <laughs>